the captain responded. King Solomon's navy remains strong, even after his passing. They keep the shipping lanes clear of danger. Good news, Baraka added. I can remember some difficult times we had leaving Jaffa several years ago. He and Dob both smiled as they remembered their family's difficult escape to the sea from Jeroboam's clutches. The island of Alasia now filled the entire horizon. Other sailing vessels were headed into the same port, and their white sails dotted the sea. Look, Dov, Baraka said, pointing to a beautiful galley. She's Egyptian. Isn't she beautiful? Captain Eshman's oarsmen began reversing their oar slowly as they moved past the breakwater and prepared to dock at Keaton's Harbor. The deck was soon busy with sailors tying up the ship and securing her firmly in her berth. The captain had been right in his prediction. The sun was high in the sky as the men prepared to disembark. A small team would stay on board, while the rest of the crew went ashore. Everyone was famished, and the captain assured them that he knew of a small tavern near the town center that served the best food on the island, especially Sheftalia, his favorite dish of sausages. Baraka and Dov joined Eshman. Soon the three of them were enjoying the meal, laughing and sharing many stories about the days in their valley home. It wasn't until late in the afternoon that they finally walked back to the ship. Earlier, Dov had noticed two men in the restaurant watching them, but he didn't think anything of it until he noticed them following at a distance. Later, as the captain approached the ship, he saw that all of the cargo had been loaded and was pleased by his men's efforts to get the ship ready to sail. While standing at the gangplank, the two strangers who had been following them approached and looked at Baraka carefully. "'May we speak with you privately, young man. It is most urgent,' said the older of the two. Captain Eshman responded, ordering two of his men to search them. "'One cannot be too careful these days, Baraka. Do you really want to meet with these strangers?' "'It would be an honor to meet with two Egyptians, Captain. My mother's people are always welcome here,' the young man responded. "'Well spoken, young one,' said the other man, lifting his arms so they could check for weapons.' When they finished searching them, Baraka said, Let's go to our cabin, and started up the gangplank. Once on deck, Captain Eshman began shouting orders to his crew, and Dov and Baraka led their two visitors to the cabin. Won't you be seated? Dov said, indicating the only two chairs in the cabin. No, we pray you. We prefer to stand, said the older man. And so Baraka and his friend decided to remain standing as well. Greetings, son of Kamenwati, and she of the beautiful land. As he spoke, they both knelt and bowed to Baraka, raising their palms to face him in the traditional bow before royalty. We saw your ship as it docked this afternoon, and made inquiries to find out if you were aboard. Please don't do that, Baraka said, still standing. I am simply a resident of Keftiyu, and I have no connection with the royal family. The two men stood up, and once again, the older one spoke. "'We have some important news for you to give your father, your highness. "'Pharaoh's falcon has flown into the sun and is no more. "'The family of Marantah, your grandfather, may his name always be remembered, "'sent us to find you and beg you to return to the land of your fathers. "'There's a new spirit in the land, and the old ways are being remembered with great affection.' "'Baraka sat down and looked at Dov in disbelief,' he said, I have never been called Highness in my whole life, and I don't deserve such a title. Forgive me, Highness, said the other man.
We beg to differ. You are Princess Tanafriti's son, and thus, you have the royal blood of the pharaohs coursing through your veins. Pharaoh Marin himself recorded your name as Bainre, Marinta. You are a very important person. Both men watched Baraka pay slowly about the cabin. Ba'anre Marinta, he thought. The soul of Ra and beloved of Ta. Why did my mother never tell me my Egyptian name? What's my father going to say about this? He said. Unfortunately, we can't return home now. We are on an important mission. My father commissioned us to take some sacred scrolls to the temple at Jerusalem, a promise which he made to my mother on her deathbed. It's something we must do to honor her memory. Well spoken, royal one. I am called Kamenwesi, Highness, and this is my aide, Kagimni.